Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. It's the third Friday in Lent, and only three weeks until Good Friday. March is often a long, slow month for me. This year, it's actually going by quickly, as I can't believe we have only two full weeks of school, and then the three-day week of Holy Week. Oh yeah, hi, it's Rick here, and welcome to the Presence Podcast, episode number 68. Although it was Friday and I got off to a very sleepy start, I kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul open to pay attention to where, when, and how I experienced the presence of God. Roll that exercise ball over here, sit down on it, don't bounce too much, and I'll tell you about my day. It was one of those days that I thought I knew early in the day what my God Presence moment, or GPM, was going to be. During fourth period, as my students were still in silent and mindful meditation, I looked out the windows of my classroom. There were a number of robins bopping around on the grass. I was enthralled as I watched one particularly successful one find and eat a number of worms. Later, during my seventh period, a flock of blackbirds, maybe 30 or so, landed on the same lawn outside of my windows. A couple of my freshman boys were unable to look away from these birds, and we had to stop class briefly until the birds got the flock out of there. But um bum I said to the class students who know of this podcast, I think I found my GPM, unless something else significant happens later today. Well, something odd and significant happened, and I'm pretty sure it was not only a GPM, but God giving me a message through it. After school, I made a gratuitous trip up to our public library. I went for selfish reasons to buy used books there on their $2 a bag Friday. As I was getting into my car with the plastic grocery bag literally splitting with the books I jammed into it, a man approached me. He was dressed plainly, medium height and build, black, likely of African descent. We have a large African migrant community in our town and about 30 years old. I tensed as though I thought he was going to ask me for cash and I didn't have any. Instead, he asked if I could give him a ride. Although nothing seemed threatening about him, I lied and said I couldn't because I was in too much of a hurry. I got in the car and took a call from my wife. He remained a few feet away from the window, again very calm and not threatening at all. I got off the phone and rolled down the window. He approached, said, I'm a Christian, I'm cold, can I have a ride? Sensing it was going to be okay and that I could be a good Samaritan, I invited him into the passenger seat. He thanked me, I introduced myself, and he said his name was Peter, and he told me where he was going, about a five-minute drive away. I tried to engage him in conversation as I drove. Where are you from? What brought you to the library today? But he didn't respond, just sat still and looked out the window. I was cautious, because you never know, but there really wasn't anything threatening about him. I got him to his destination, an apartment complex. He thanked me, got out of the car, and I returned to my day. I didn't feel God in my generosity and hospitality. He did have to ask twice for a ride, nor was it in an inspiring conversation and connection, because that didn't happen either. Yet, while I don't want to get all mystical and mysterious here, you do hear stories of people being tested by God to see if they would entertain angels like the scripture says. Hebrews 13.2. This sounds odd, I know. But what if he was not just a guy in need, but an angel with a message for me? He did look a bit like the angels in the Bible miniseries, which I'm showing to my students, who Abraham welcomes into his tent. If this was an angel with a message, and my passenger said almost nothing to me, no dramatic turn in the car and speaking, Rick, you need to know, 
What then might God have been communicating to me? Well, I was first humbled by how easily I lied to brush him off, even though he was in need and asking politely. But, like it is with God's forgiveness, I was given a second chance to do the kind, hospitable thing. Maybe the message has to do with this podcast, though, and the small, growing audience who listen. Maybe it happened for me to tell you about it here, and for you to tell the story to others, but more importantly, for you to do similarly if you ever have the chance. For back to Hebrews 13.2, quote, Do not forget to show hospitality to strangers, for by doing so, some people have entertained angels without knowing it. When have you been approached by a stranger and asked to show hospitality by being helpful? How did or did you not experience God's presence in this moment? Thanks for listening. Blessings and peace.